I, uh, that's the face I made almost the entire movie. Did, did you, wait, so let's just, let's just review your step up history, because I feel like there might not be time for that in real life. Okay. Is um, this your first step up? Is movie? this your first step up experience? Or did we force you into others? I'm pretty sure this is the only one. We watched Drumline together. Oh, that's not the same. No. <laughs> no. no, I dare say it's Nothing not. Nothing like the pure artistry of a step up. <laughs> it's very different in that instead of dancing, they play drums. That's the only way in which it is different. That's not entirely true. Well, players, hustlers, girls, step your game up, maximize your hustle, step your game up, no time to fool around, step your game up, get your money, get your pay, step your game up. Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and things. This is episode number 254. Woo. We have not done as many episodes as the amount in billions of dollars spent on clean energy in the U.S. in 2013. Oh. Political. Speaking of things that are less impressive than the previous version, this week we're talking about Step Up All In. Hallelujah. They, Sick burn. They, uh, they spent uh, less money on renewable energy than the previous year. It's not something you necessarily knew going in. Anyway, this is the fifth, this is the fifth movie in the Step Up series, <laughs> following on the heels of last year's Step Up Just the Tip. Mm. Uh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really pleased with that one. <laughs> it was good. Got stony silence on Twitter, too. This week's episode is sponsored by <laughs> readdishweek.com slash Amazon. If you're buying stuff from Amazon anyway, and you probably are, why not use our address? And then uh, everything will feel the same for you, but we'll get a little kickback. And uh, so we'll feel tingly. And then everybody wins, just like in a dance movie. Unlike Step Up Just the Tip. <laughs> no, this one it felt like everybody won, although I suppose there were some people who already had a lot of other jobs that did not quite win. Yes. There's pretty much everybody who could possibly win one. Everyone who yeah. had one speaking line or more won. Yeah, they packed in that, like, the, uh, if you were a character in this movie, there's, like, an 85% chance you won at the <laughs> end of it. Although Moose's girlfriend ar- arguably did not win. Uh, she did, though, because at the end she did a really sad dance and everyone was like, okay. And she, was the, <laughs> yeah. she won because she's the only character that was in the first movie. That's true. She's the I did, I, this is. I was explaining to Chris before this, but this is the first Step Up movie I've ever seen, and I d- have no knowledge of the pri- previous ones. So. I, this is also my first Step Up movie, but I was just looking on Wikipedia to see, and she's the only one who's been in was in the first movie, but she was not in two or four. And so Moose she, was. She only does odd numbered movies, and Moose was two through five. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, because Moose is so damn good. Wait, how is Moose married to a person that he never m- met? No, they got they got together in Step Up 3D. It's fine. But so she was in Step Up 3D. So then? she used to she dance too. One and three, and he was in two, three. So they okay, met okay, got, got together in three, fine. and then and he became an engineer. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was all, he was always a tinkerer, right? He did all the light suits and stuff like that when they did it in uh, what Step Up Three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and why did she, she went away so, to college? She stopped dancing. Yeah, she wasn't as into it. What happened to Channing Tatum? Because that's the real surprise to me. He went on tour with his lady wife. Yeah. Real life Jenna Dewan. Yeah. And now they, met they and have got married. Like from two that babies. Yeah. Whoa. So, and then the series that, was kind of like, yeah, he also did that in yeah. movies. Because Channing oh, okay. Tatum was in number two as like guest featuring in the first like dance scene, right. which was awesome. They were on trampolines and he danced. He literally danced his shirt off. That yeah, was amazing. And then he had two babies and got too. 
expensive, and so he's not back anymore. Right. Yeah, and he got good at other stuff, but also dancing without a shirt on. Yeah, I mean, he's still good at dancing. Like, Magic Mike was good. Well, if you want to wa- force us to watch the shirtless sequel to any of your movies, your time oh, no. is soon. Go to redistribute.com, sign up for the mailing list, and you can sponsor an episode that's coming up. Lane, step up your game. Players, hustles, girls. Step your game up. Maximize your hustle. Step your game up. No time for fooling around. Step your game up. Let me introduce you to your panel. I'm Alex Falcone on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And we have some great we have a great we have a great group assembled today. First up, he's at Seawolf Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, thank you very much. I am a human robot and I'm so glad you made a movie or you made us watch a movie with one other human robot. I you guys for those of you who can't see on the on our video right now, uh, which is all of you, uh, Chris didn't actually say that, he just pantomimed it and then we translated it. Uh, a computer did. Right. It was all a binary stream. You and you um. I don't think that did that character ever talk, or he just pantomimed. <clears throat> I, he did a lot of pantomiming. My sense is that he does not have a an attractive voice. <laughs> My sense is that he would be real annoying to hang out with if he wants to charade every question. <laughs> yeah. Was he the best robot guy they could get for this movie? He is a really good robot guy. I feel like I've seen better robot guys. Oh, sick burn. (laughs) That's not even a sick burn. That's just like a flat criticism. Sick truth. It's a sick feeling. Flat. (laughs) There's nothing creative. I feel like a burn needs to be a little bit creative. This is right. It wasn't a sick burn. It was a sick feeling. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also joining us. And, uh, <laughs> she's at the Tanya Best on Twitter. Also, coincidentally, in our Brooklyn studio, it's Tanya Davis. Alex, put your foot on my leg and then put your other foot on my hand, which is on my other knee, and then jump into the air and I'll catch you. I don't trust wait, wait, you. Wait, what? Can, can he trust you? I mean, like, what, what if you don't catch him? You have a bad knee. Or what if, what right. if he pickpockets you? Like, what if he's super untrustworthy? <laughs> what if he tries to sell you a timeshare while your foot is on his leg? <laughs> But I got a free brunch. I think I'll I'll dramatically catch the early bus out of town. (laughs) Also joining us, uh, he's at Carter Street 42 in the nation's capital. In a nation's capital, let's be vague. It's Stephen Carter. (laughs) Hey, Alex. As I'm saying hello to you, I'm shooting sand and glass in your face. Mm. Did you see this in 3D? I did, and I'm so sad about it. It was the worst use of 3D I've ever seen. (laughs) By far. I hate 3D so much. uh, And it was just like not 3D, except every once in a while someone would throw a hat at me. It happened three times. They would just like throw something in the audience's face, and everybody freaked out. It's like 90s TV 3D when they got really into that. They were like, well, it's like the hammer on on, uh, tool time is going to come at my face just the one time. Was there a 3D episode of Home Improvement? There was. And they, really? There really was. And they did... I, I don't know why I remember this. And they did really corny things like throw power tools at you. Can somebody sponsor that episode? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if we have the technology to watch it anymore. You have to, like, get the glasses in USA I Today. Think you get, I think you get the red, blue 3D glasses pretty cheap. I got those I for a dollar once them. off Amazon. I think you could get them for free by not returning them to the theater. <laughs> oh. But it says... Save the Earth. I feel like I have to give them the glasses well, back. You're not like taking them home to your landfill. You're taking them home to use them to watch that episode of Home Improvement. <laughs> uh, feel free to spot anyone is welcome to sponsor as many episodes of Home as home, of Home Improvement as you'd like. But there definitely is Tool Time in 3D. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, derailed. <laughs> Chris, so read it week on yeah. the rails. Uh, why don't you do it by by telling us the summary of Step Up All In? Uh, and if you could summarize in the style of the moose, I would appreciate it. Okay, in the style of the dancing moose. Uh huh. The moose, obviously, being the most dance-worthy nickname. Yeah, absolutely. Other than like Sean or Andy, <laughs> normal names. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of nicknames except the moose, and that's a terrible nickname. Yeah, although Rico Suave was a pretty good nickname for uh, weird ballroom instructor guy. Yeah, but he did the comeback for Rico Suave that they did for every insult. He was like, oh, Rico Suave, and then just moved on. That's how you diffuse any insult in Step Up, is they're like, you're like, put on your sombrero. Oh, my sombrero. And then you're like, okay. <laughs> there was just a lot of wasted potential right there. Like, that could, this whole movie was that. I, I don't, sorry, was... go summarize. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Steven is also making his skeptical face like I am. I'm, I'm just upset right now. About... <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad you're here, Steven, because Chris okay. and Tanya are okay, so geeky about this movie. heartless, awful people. I'm going to tell you about Step Up, colon, all in, to the streets, number five, which is the fifth movie in the glorious Step Up series. Uh, as you know, as you may know, uh, the Step Up series is really about, uh, it started out as being uh, one boy's journey in, into dance school and, and the power of modern dance uh, to, to heal wounds and open hearts. But it's become a story a mostly second. about dance second. battles. What? Hold your horses there, Moose. Was, did we watch this for the podcast, the first one? No. We watched some movie about someone trying to get into dance school and then switching to modern dance. Yeah, that was center stage. Oh shit! Okay, good. So that not was a the girl same movie? in ballet school. You monster! <laughs> and she she danced to she danced to Jamiroquai at the end. Was Step Up the one where the man comes out of the woman's vagina? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that crazy Japanese game. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're thinking of that the 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 movie you watched in sixth grade sex ed where a child is born. Oh, right. The miracle, miracle of, of childbirth, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Also not the, the one where they're all on a boat and Leonardo, DiCap- Leonardo DiCaprio dies at the end. No, yeah. I thought this one was the capitalist polemic uh, that sometimes takes place in a fantasy land. Oh, no. you mean Atlas Shrugged? Uh, I'm at the Overton window oh, by Glenn Beck. Okay. But... Wait, is there a movie of that? No, no, no. Uh, to the streets. You guys want to make a window to the streets. I think um, we should raise money from con- from uh, like conservative <laughs> think tanks to make. I think we could. We could do window. that easily. We could yeah. easily make the Overton Window movie. So, Chris, what? This is a sequel to Center <laughs> so Stage. What happens? Basically, no. Hang on. So, so in Step Up, there's basically some sort of fabricated story that is an excuse to get a bunch of dance crews in dance battles against each other to see who wins. And the the good guy dance crew, where you know the names of at least three characters, always wins. And the dancing is always pretty damn good. And really, mm-hmm. you're just snoozing and biding your time until it's time for some more ridiculous dance moves with ridiculous production. Is this the one where they dance with like trash can lids? Uh, I mean, they have done, okay. certainly in the past. 
Um, but this one, in, in Step Up 5 All In, a lot of the dancing, let's see, there was a, a Frankenstein y science dance that had Tesla coils in it. There was one dance where they were dancing with sand and some other steampunky stuff. There was some other dances where they just danced in a bar to battle because they were going to lose anyway. I gotta um, say, I thought the, the Frankenstein one was really interesting because it's the first instance in any movie in the history of movies where somebody has said, we have to finish this in four hours because then my crazy boss comes back and then they just finished it within four hours and we never saw yeah. the boss. Yeah, there we never no saw con- the boss. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. didn't really. So it's just fine. There's, yeah. there's this whole other drama. So the main dude, you know, your main sort of hero character is Sean um, and he is in L.A. And his crew from Step Up 4, the mob, is struggling to make it in L.A. after they did one commercial. So they leave and he's Fortunately, staying- they're doing a great job with numbers running and uh, racketeering. They have a lot yeah. of other good business. Horse racing. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're keeping Horse things good. Yeah, protection money yeah. collecting. They're doing great in other realms. It's the dancing yeah. that's not as successful. Well, the mob goes back to Miami, but Sean stays, and uh, he his big dream is to enter and win this competition put on by VH1 called the Vortex. And if you win, it's in Las Vegas. It's a big dance crew competition. If you win it, you get a three-year contract, and like everyone's looking for a living wage. Being a dancer is not easy, and it's not an easy lifestyle. So... He gets together a crew of basically all-stars from the previous movies, including Moose, who's one of the other leaders, who uh, can is just this little guy who dances all over the place. He's fantastic. And uh, there's Andy, the girl from Step Up 2, The Streets. And, of course, uh, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey. Yeah, absolutely. And they get these mm-hmm. two uh, two Argentinian twins who kind of are goofy and, and dance about. And uh, there's there's Twitch from So You Think You Can Dance. I guess he's in the mob. But there's a bunch of... They basically just throw down and dance their little asses off. And it's great. And you just watch and, and you have fun. And sometimes it's in 3D. And sometimes the 3D just adds uh, a they barely... They throw a hat at you. Yeah. Yeah, but otherwise, I mean, and there's a bad guy dance crew, and they're the established ones. They actually have rigged the Vortex, so they're going to win. Um, and then uh, through the power of friendship, uh, the <laughs> bad guy crew, the Grim Knights, is defeated. Um, yeah, hard to imagine how a, a group called the Grim Knights isn't going to win in the long term in a movie. I don't know. I heard this thing once, and I forget who tweeted it, but um, it was a great tweet. It's no dance crew thinks they're the bad guy dance crew. Well, that actually leads me to the point. So I had no context going into this. <clears throat> didn't know who any of the characters were. I it for me like the first like seventy five percent of this movie, I thought we were sort of watching it from the bad guy's perspective. Like yeah. there was nothing that the good guy, the hero, did that like he was just kind of a dickhole the whole time. Well, actually, Sean the was bad guy, kind of the bad guy didn't do anything wrong. He got a commercial and he was a little gloaty, but like he wasn't as gloaty as like yeah. And he won a dance battle fair and square. That was his yeah. Well, apparent like honestly, all the dancing looks sort of the same to me. Like objectively, yeah. I did not oh, notice come a difference. On. No, I did. You see a difference? This was like watching Olympic figure skating it's like oh my god that's incredible and the announcer's yeah. like 4.2 yeah sure you're gonna want that one back okay <laughs> as a dance movie aficionado and former figure skater steven i'm doubly offended by your comment <laughs> well i didn't say anything offensive <laughs> that was actually a really insightful comment and exactly how i felt at the end of that battle they were just like way to go bro way to start this battle we couldn't win and i was like yeah you seemed i don't know it felt like a draw to me yeah, I did not a draw. It was and clearly not a draw. The Grim Knights dance uh, only really succeeded because of the perspective of the camera angle, like, and that oh, wouldn't yeah. really be there in the real world too. Yeah, in the final dance too, there was a lot of stuff that only looked cool if you were a camera on the floor, and for the balconies behind them, would have looked real dumb. 
Also, who made uh, their costumes? That's a lot Andy, of clearly, she's the fashion one. Oh, man. She made all those? Yeah, all of them. So they prepared three different dances. We're going to talk they... about that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that okay. in a second. That's a perfect Time question. Time is sometimes compressed, but the dancing is forever, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> it did feel that way. I agree with that. Good point. You convinced me. Great uh, movie. All right, well, let's just... <laughs> I'm so glad you're here, Stephen. I'm on my own sometimes, and today I'm not alone. I, let's be friends. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Done. So let's jump into our compliments. Uh, Stephen, as the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. The first half uh, of the I'll compliment go, I'll go first. I'll go for it. Minute, What's your major compliment? So, uh, there is a moment between the, the male and female leads where they're going for a walk. Sean and Andy. Yep. Yeah, thank you. And they're walking through this thing, and they find this. It looks like an abandoned, but it's not a little uh, merry-go-round type ride with little cars that go around in a circle. And Bobby Brown, uh, yeah, every little step is playing, and you do a little dance. This was actually probably the only like cutish scene for me in the in the whole movie because there was something like classical, like uh, like well, 1940s musical or something yeah, about it. Yeah, all of that. That my compliment though is for um, as they were dancing on this piece of machinery, like the attendant who was right operator. Yeah, he like wakes up and sees them dancing, and and like just totally disregarding his safety regulations for the sake of love, turns it on <laughs> so it spins so they can do a little dance around it. And turns I thought, it on like, low. Yeah. Turns it on low. Like I mean, still obviously not the safest thing to do, and probably goes against everything he's been trained to do right. for his entire professional career. How much training has he really received? How many simulator well, hours did that guy have to do? <laughs> I don't think they have a simulator <laughs> for a <laughs> They That's probably how... just have a manual that they test them on this, once this... a three. If there's any training involved, I know enough that it's a simulator. That's okay. <laughs> Either way. He... Listeners of the show will know I'm a staunch advocate of simulator hours. <laughs> How many can you put in? As many as possible. Thank you. <laughs> I, that, was, uh, that was one of those odd scenes, though, where it was like uh, unclear why there was a ride operator asleep and no one was in Las Vegas uh, except them. Mm-hmm. And then also they kept picking up things. They find like hats and they find like dogs on leashes and they dance with it for like two seconds and then just throw it. Yeah. And uh, it seemed it seemed like that operator might be a little upset about the mess they were making. <laughs> so, but like, the mess was already there. The hats and the dogs and stuff were already on that ride. The dogs were hanging on hooks and then they were thrown into, well, it looked like the audience, but it was actually just some dirt. Just to be clear I, I to the listeners, the same problem with the scene. Th- those were those were not real dogs. Just yes, to I'm be sorry. Correct. Clarify, they were not. They were, dogs they were on stuffed hooks. dogs on uh, rigid plastic leashes, so it looked like you could walk it around. Yeah, yeah. Which they utilized extensively for a half a second. They were like, well, "Looks like we're walking these dogs." Oh, we're throwing the dogs. Yeah, it was like a pretty like it was more elaborate for the amount of time that they spent with yeah. it. Yeah, it was literally a throwaway sequence. <laughs> <laughs> right at the camera, 3D. Tanya, you're next. Compliment. Do you have any compliments like... for Stepa? All in. I feel like I need to reassure like the one other person who might be listening who liked the Step Up franchise. You mean Chris? <laughs> oh, burn. Oh. It's a sick feeling. We have friends of the show who are very big fans. Obviously, stuff. people like the, the, the franchise. It, you're okay. Up to $500 I, I million dollars over I? five movies. When I, when I left the theater, like people clapped at the end of it over the credits, and I heard oh, a lot God. of people say, like, wow, this, that... that was a great movie, like that kind of thing. I watched it in the afternoon. There was only one other dude in the theater, and he was alone, but he laughed at all of the things that it seemed like they wanted him to laugh at. So he was enjoying it. Whoa. That's that's pretty intense. I don't even know how to how to describe my particular type of enjoyment that I get from this franchise, but I will say I I love a montage. Oh, and sure. 
this movie has montages in spades mm-hmm. and and just the greatest kind like the like getting the gang together kind of montage oh, where you I get to like yeah. I really and I have to say there's one that I think all of the the franchises trade in really heavily which is like the bare studio space where you like cut from like one dancer doing their special thing to like another dancer doing their special thing yeah. I love that <laughs> I just think it's so it's just so fun and yeah, there's, and there's usually some like. It's just embarrassingly earnest on my part. Well, so okay, that <laughs> montage you're talking about, Tanya, was delightful, which was the rage quitting montage, where they would call a dancer and the de- that dancer would quit their day job. Yes. And I love oh, yeah, rage quitting. Oh, the rage quit of the barber, the rage quit of the waitress, of the fast food person, or the person working at their family's Chinese restaurant. Yeah, it's just just like no, you clean it up and then storm out. I was all that's all great. <laughs> I All am right. so confused about this opening montage now, though. I, my world is unsettled. Huh. Cause it, I uh, think it helps if you've seen any of the other films. Well, sure, Sorry, and all of, these char- all of the actors are, like, generic sequel actors, so uh, they look like the same cast from, uh, from Final Destination 6, and every one of those ensemble sequels... Oh, you guys, this is so much sadder than I expected it to be. I'm Why? Sorry, Why? I want you to be happy. <laughs> This movie is made of joy, and these I'll pre- guys. Just I'll don't pretend know. to like it. Yeah, I'll... I, 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 I can't do that. Chris, yep. have you, you haven't gone yet. Oh shit! I mean, so we were talking a little bit about how the you know Stephen thought that the movie was from the perspective of the bad guy dance crew, the mm-hmm. Grim Knights, and my compliment really is just for uh, there was a standout player on the uh, on the Grim Knights uh, who was the tough black girl with crazy swagger. And I thought that she was better than half the people in the uh, Elementrix Good Guy Dance Crew, which might be uh, a lackluster name, but they have <laughs> such a lackluster name. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I assume naming a dance crew is as hard as naming an improv group, yeah. uh, which has never yeah. successfully been done. So it it's must really be hard. It must be must be difficult. Uh, remind me what Crazy Swagger uh, chick did that I would remember. Uh, she did a lot of like stunting and also dancing real good. Um, <laughs> sort of, it felt sort of like modified crumping. Yeah. Remember was- how I didn't know that they were the same dancers in that montage? Sure. <laughs> Talk to me like I'm stupid, but like she obviously uh, I'm not. Was really good at moving her hips and shoulders. Yeah, I'm not uh, in ways that were difficult. This is you're, you're starting to upset me. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? No, I just I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I yeah. Um, great. Well, I'm glad you liked her so much. Yeah, I thought she should have been recruited. She was really bummed when she lost that three year contract, and I think uh, she might be an actual professional dancer, dancer getting actual professional work. Well, yeah, that was the other thing okay. is you can't feel bad for any of them, even when they lost that job, because they all had a job for a couple days on this movie. Uh, also, hear me at, about the three year contract thing. So, uh, if it looked like they just had all of the losing teams, or the, like the teams that lost in the previous round, joined Elementrix to win, right? Not so, just well, it just wasn't the mob, but like they also had the robot girl. The robot girl was also in the audience and was wooed out to join uh, okay, in a okay. celebratory. Well, and they robot did bring moment. out the two, the twins from the other. 
Yeah. 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 But that was definitely after the their their performance was and over. That was they like nights. went they and grabbed those yeah. girls. Right. Yeah, yeah, so was right. your Stephen, was your concern that if you went and saw this dance show in Las Vegas that it would have ten thousand dancers in it? Well, my concern is more that if they're getting a three year contract, it's I don't I doubt that they're all getting their own paycheck. It's probably going to the group and then they have to split it. So they just have to split it more people, oh, right? Time to make some cuts. <laughs> My concern is that we're still in compliments, you guys. <laughs> I, I am to compliment. I think it's funny <laughs> when you were talking about the bad dance, which was the bad guys. Uh, we mentioned that the main guy on the ostensibly good team, uh, Sean, Sean uh, was not good for the first half of the movie. I would like to point out that he is also a soulless dance robot through the second half of the movie, and that there's no moment of empathy uh, where I've empathized for him ever. What a compliment. That's how not a that, compliment. We're continuing. <laughs> We're continuing the discussion from earlier. Remember, that's something we do on the show, too. Don't have get sad, you guys. I'm I know. Sorry, I, wa- I want you. I want you guys to have fun tonight. When there was when you guys were gone for a minute, Steve was explaining to me that if you guys aren't having fun, it's like a cat who killed a mouse. And then <laughs> and it's you're just, just died. This dead mouse. And yeah, not I want. I want you it. to have a little fight. I want to play want... with the mouse before I eat the mouse. <laughs> oh, oh wait, we're the mouse. Yeah, you're the yeah, mice. you're the mouse. Oh, like oh, you yes. guys like the movie, and we have to like bat you around, and you have to move and run around before we eat you and stomp on yeah. your dreams. But if you're just already just dead, over. it's not fun for us. <laughs> it's a crappy game. Dead mouse is fight not a fun back. game. Fight oh, back. At least be like a, a laser pointer. Give us something to chase. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's my compliment. Is uh, I think this is for uh, the last dance sequence, which was the only one that I could tell was supposed to be objectively better than the others, um, and it right. was it was very good. Uh, the steampunk one, I thought that was yeah, pretty good because it had it had like four different dance numbers inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which you know, again, there's it doesn't seem like there's any rules to this contest because it was like a no. thirty minute dance off, and then also. They somehow managed to have costumes, choreography, and rehearsal with the other dance team in one night that also included Alex. building a set that had thousands of pounds of sand and pyrotechnics. Alex, 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 Alex. That stuff was all worked out ahead of time before they even got to Vegas, all right? They just had to polish. They didn't have to think of anything once they were No, they added the a whole other dance. the way that you polish is by going five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> And then they do a, huh, 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 huh. Yeah. and then they go, no, 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 do that, but no. better. Stronger elbow. Five, <laughs> six, <laughs> seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> you get clean, cleaner. Kapa, kapa. I was willing to, I would, I would be willing to give you that, Chris. I would normally be okay with that. I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just that they added a dance crew the night before, and he said, I have an idea. So they can't both dance crews have rehearsed this together with the guy in charge of dropping the sand more Alex, than a day in advance. The idea was, let's take our same pre-configured dance, and then let's add a bunch of people and mess with the blocking a okay. little bit. Okay, but the yeah. fire and the yeah. dance were both illegal in this competition, as no. was the length. That's what he said, and she agreed. Those were both illegal. So they had they had to get stagehands to agree in advance to do something illegal on the off chance they got to the last round and but wanted to throw it. Sweet talk those maids into showing them the downstairs laundry service yeah, area. Yeah, maybe because they showed those maids their downstairs area. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you look so I proud feel of like yourself, step Chris. Up wow. that was really five. Good. No, I'm just whatever's. saying. Step up five. Let's all commit sex crimes. <laughs> Whoa, I feel like <laughs> Why did you like go there? Sexual intercourse with maids is really different than sex crimes. No, that's that's very true. Listen, Unless Kobe. Unless you find one of those maids. 
No, 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 no. Later. No. Uh, so, no, no, I, I feel like there was a lot of sweet talking going on, Alex. I feel like there was a lot of, you know, like, there are rules, but the rules are made to be broken because it's all about Vegas and putting on a good show. Okay, it's all about fun and you know friendship, what, You know what rules aren't made to be broken? The stagehand union's rules. Mm-hmm. Those are meant to be enforced at gunpoint if necessary. Well, you know what, Alex? When we see Step Up Stagehand Secrets, you yeah. can. I would watch that movie. I would be delighted by that movie. I don't Next understand. Next on VH1, Behind the Steps. <laughs> the the pouring sand is a great effect. That, There's a that, lot of I union stagehands there. That, because the sand was there and then it wasn't, and I, that's like I'm yeah, willing the sand to suspend magic, my disbelief. But you've you've never seen sand. a tiger. It's Las Vegas. Tigers appear and disappear like nothing. You don't think they can make some sand? Yeah. Do you think that it? when Siegfried and Roy showed up with a dream and a baby tiger, they didn't say, "Get out of here, you scallywag"? There, uh, Siegfried and Roy are in the back with a tiger. Five, six, seven, eight. Stronger elbows. Let's to our next segment. So this segment is going to be, uh, well, it's going to be an interesting segment. So this is uh, going to be called uh, Claire, Chris, Tanya, Explain It All. So okay. since this is like, this is a guilty pleasure for the both of you, Stephen and I are going to ask you as a team questions Ooh. about this movie that you're going to explain. Sort of like the way you just explained away uh, sand moving with a tiger analogy. You're gonna also, have to do it was a trap door. Right. So there's just a guy below covered in sand. Well, and it didn't get on the rest of the stage. Yeah, they kicked no. it everywhere on the stage, including at the camera, which looked like it was in 3D. Yeah, well, the camera was in 3D. We're all in 3D, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. All right, uh, so Stephen, uh, give me a hand here. We're just going to ask them some questions to explain okay. about this movie. So that's one. They've explained that away. I'll do the next one uh, for either of you guys. Why is this event called The Vortex if it is boxing-themed? Uh, only one round was boxing themed, Alex. The other one was just a what uh, was stage the... with a slight, slightly smaller raised stage in the middle, as though it were a donut. Right, and, she and the was... other was sort of like French Revolution themed. Neither, none of these are, you know, water going down a drain themed. Is why I'm asking. Okay, but think about a vortex, right? The top of the vortex is where there's a, it's a wide area, you know, and things are moving a little slowly. And as it goes on, as you get further into the vortex, things start moving tighter and higher energy, and, and you're getting a lot of disparate elements together that wouldn't otherwise be there. I mean, think about this crew, Alex, Elementrics, that come from all over the country. But they get wider and, as they go down. No, as they go down, they get narrower. They get more focused. They get more energetic. They all add the way members down until until they make landfall, Alex, and that's where shit goes down. So you're suggesting that the polar vortex is just a a, a metaphor for any tournament bracket? No, I didn't say polar. No one's talking about the polar vortex. No. We're only talking about the vortex of dense. <laughs> no one is talking about the polar vortex, Alex. <laughs> I'm so sorry. There is. No, I, I, I don't, don't know, know how I accidentally about, said yeah. that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, warming. a bracket is sort of like a vortex in that way. You're right. Uh, I have a question. Yeah, Steve. Um, so if the goal, the whole thing was rigged for the Grim Knights to win. Yeah. For, for the dance crew, Grim Knight Shyamalan. <sighs> <laughs> really? That <laughs> you that much? 
That was fine. That was an unnecessary like amount of sighing, I feel. I feel You're like right. <laughs> we used to be, <laughs> supported we used to be it, friends, Stephen. We are friends. I didn't want to like, pile on, but I was all was, the way there. It was, it was a pun apropos of nothing. If we, we said twist ending to it, then maybe, or like, you know. You don't or just get points for just doing like a pun. showed up and was like, oh, I know the answer. <laughs> um, all right. Oh, I'm done being mean to you. So, uh, you should be goal- friend. What? <laughs> just said you should be done. I am done. And then I called you friend, uh, but in an aggressive way. No, well, we're still friends. Um, if the goal was to give the Grim Knights a show, if they were going to win it all along, and that was, like, rigged from the top, why not just give them a show? <laughs> like, why go through the competition? Have you have you seen the ratings on American Idol? Uh, you know? uh, if it was uh, on VH1, I haven't, yeah, v- because they're I infinitesimal. Think, I think VH1... <laughs> VH1 said, listen, Alexa Brava, we know your your hairspray overhead alone is a pretty penny. Yes. We we're need willing to, to subsidize, it. and Who's we're willing to... Who's the VJ host of The Vortex. Yes. Is, is, Who, is, and, and, oh, go ahead. I, this is sort of another question. Is Alexa Brava, like, is that a... Was that referenced in previous installments? Was this a thing? No. no. It, it felt like an inside new. joke that I wasn't getting, but it turns out it was just a joke I wasn't getting. Yeah, it was basically like it was... just like, let's invent a, a music video uh, host personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also, I, I felt like it was a weird send-up to Effie Trinket in The Hunger Games. Yeah, she looks a lot like yeah. Effie Trinket. There was yeah, a lot, was of, a lot Effie of Effie Trinket, Trinket. in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they kept putting her Twitter handle on the screen, and it's just an egg with 122 followers. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, unless I'm doing something wrong. I'm pretty well. I, I believe. I mean, as long as you're putting like a lot more X's in Alexa, that Alexa, ever should Alexa, be there. I was Bravo. doing two. Is it more than two? I think it's two. I think it's not three because that would are there two, other are there things. multiple V's? How do you? How's I the? Think there might be two V's. Yeah, I think there were two V's. No, that's even less popular. Oh well, Weird. I think. I mean, I, I I don't know that they I don't know that they were together enough to tweet as her in addition no, to no, putting no. her in the film yeah i was so, thinking oh i mean that's that shocks me i was sort of thinking it was a shame that this wasn't really like a step up there wasn't a step up show in vegas right now because i would imagine that would sell pretty well yeah if you were there yeah. and it was like called the mob and it was those dancers or something it seems reasonable i don't know it seems like a thing that vegas would like that's actually not yeah. a bad idea. I'm a fucking hey guys, genius, you guys. Let's be show promoters in Vegas. It can't be hard, can it? No. We'll just take a, a movie idea. <laughs> yeah. Let's take something already licensed and put it on at a place where there's an intense union. Chris, yeah. you, you also said, though, uh, what about... You, you said... Uh, like they saw the ratings for American Idol, which have well, just been I, abysmal and fallen off a cliff, is what you meant. And still better than most shows on TV. Yeah, but and like so, continually on the brink of being canceled because yeah, it's such a, so but, disappointing. But the idea is, you know, you got American Idol, you got The Voice, you got a bunch of these other shows where people vote on things, and anytime you get the voting, you're getting people engaged, you're getting people more invested. You could give anybody a record contract, you could get any, anybody a dance crew contract, but if you get America invested. That's where the money comes in. The show in Vegas would be called Cirque to Step It Up. Because every show... Yeah, because every... Step It Up True Detective would never work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Tanya... Time is a flat hand spin. <laughs> Step It Up of Thrones, also not happening. <laughs> Tanya, this question is for you. So they're staying in a massive suite on the top of Caesar's Palace with ten people in the room. And sure. they get champagne from the hotel. And it's mm-hmm. not on ice. And they try to find some ice, but the one ice bucket is being used for a dude's 
foot blisters. Uh-huh. Why does Caesar's Palace ten person suite only have one ice bucket? Is there a shortage on ice buckets? <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> she she's really stumped. I think, no, I I actually I think that they in in a suite full of dancers, I feel like the ice bucket that we saw that was available was being used for feet. But I feel like there were other ice buckets that came with the room that were all being used for feet. Oh. <laughs> You they just, just commented on one of them. Everybody there yeah, is walking around with at least the one, one on, foot The bucket. one in the main room was already being used for mm. feet. But I feel like most people had an ice bucket by their bed. And nobody wanted to give up of their personal practice. ice bucket. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. just mm-hmm. bulimia slop bucket. Yeah. Okay, friendo. What? <laughs> Hush you. Ooh. Ooh. She called you friendo. Is that what she calls you when she's angry? Apparently, That's yes. That's a really nice friend. Yeah. Um, I have a question, but this is more about script writing. <laughs> oh, okay. Sure. Well, Checkmate. Since, we, since Chris and I together wrote Step Up Five: The Streets, <laughs> well, I feel so, like this is very apropos. Well, Let's say you're you're yeah. writing a script and you want to use voiceover as <laughs> as a tool. Okay. Is it once at the beginning and never again? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so it was three times, and I found it. It was very. Fun. It was so jarring whenever when it happened those two times. Oh, I forgot just, that Sean is also a god in this movie. It didn't need to happen at the end for sure. And the second time, it was like our crew was finally together, and it was like that's been thirty seconds of screen time. You can't say finally. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that in question. So form. go. Is, is that, <laughs> wait. So your question is voiceover, <laughs> right? So Am I, right? I don't know if you knew this, but but voiceover should always feel like God is Mama Kittying the back of your neck. <laughs> so as Just, long as yeah. as long as you're startled and horrified, uh-huh. they're doing it right. <laughs> then it was well done. <laughs> what I, the fuck? Who's talking? <laughs> I felt like this. The, I thought the script writing was incredible in this. It was like the most, like it was just like not care, like the least amount of effort I've ever seen put into a movie. Like student films spend more time on script writing. You know what the funny thing is? Like every um, scene with more than like two people where they weren't dancing felt like a group game in an improv show. <laughs> like like that sort of like awkward standing around waiting for somebody to make like a decision to have a big reaction to it and then going yeah if it doesn't quite well, make sense you know they're they're not they're dancers first I know I'm not, not criticizing the acting it, I mean I am a little bit but <laughs> I'm no, not criticizing well you should, I'm just gonna well quote I'm gonna do my favorite quote from the movie I thought you were gone well I came back that was one uh, and then that was a big that was a fight. Uh, I also liked this. That was a fight. This I liked this dramatic bit of detective work. Connect the dots. He was her backup dancer. Now he's her private dancer. I don't. It's not. That's only two dots. It's really easy. I will say that that was a that was a bit of sass mouth from someone. They were just trying to to further cement something that they already knew to be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like uh, assuming that not the, so much a reveal. I also. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the like the emotional moment between Moose and his wife when it was like, you know, you have all this and I'm jealous. I want that too. And then it was like, but we can't have both unless we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we have both? And she was just like, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, do that. Just like real life right? when you're trying to choose between like um, like your your wife or your dreams. Do you want to have this cake or well, eat it? You, like, what, let's do both. Yeah. Oh, no problems yeah. here. No one's ever Great. thought of that before. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Okay, Moose did have some also some work-life balance issues. <laughs> sure. I mean, this is like the first Step Up movies were about going to art school and how 
art school, high school was a pretty scary place. Now Moose is trying to juggle work and his marriage and his dreams. I don't think he's married. I'm pretty sure or this his, is his okay, girlfriend. Okay, not, not married. Yeah, oh, his yeah. girlfriend. Okay, but they so, do have the uh-huh. cutest apartment together with a lot They're, of expensive frying pans. I don't know how you get those without being married. Well, maybe... It, see, he's an engineer, and sometimes engineers make a lot of money. Oh, that's and, true. But I don't think anyone buys cast iron for themselves. I think that's only a wedding gift. Really? Uh, we, we, uh, <laughs> you bought cast iron together? Somebody's jumping the system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys know how serious it is. It's, it's pretty heavy. It's, it's, pretty heavy. Are you it's not very expensive. Working on heavy. your forearms? Or? Really yeah. All right, well, I got one more question for you. I'm going to send this one to Tanya as well. So the pantomime, lo- pantomime love robots fall, fall in love. Okay. Um, do you think that they continue that game when they are making love later? Or do you think they just stop with the muscle isolation and just be people? I like to think that they go in and out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, ah. Good job, friendo. (laughs) (laughs) So now you're mad at me because I made that joke. (laughs) Mr. Just the Tip. (laughs) Uh, Wait, I have one more question. Go for it. Uh, At the start, the bad guy, who I thought was just a fine guy and that made the good guy look like the bad guy but mm-hmm. at the start he was wearing a hat sideways that said cream on it really mm-hmm. big yes yeah my question is do you think i'd look good in e. that hat <laughs> it depends are you, I you can do. i i want to answer this are you are you supporting the 70s band cream or just thick milk <laughs> i'm supporting thick milk <laughs> then definitely you look great as long as milk is a new r&b singer <laughs> yeah. thick milk yeah. <laughs> with unbelievable curve sounds like a great name for a dance crew that's a good improv team name my improv team is trying it has to change their name so I'm, that might that, that's a good idea thick milk might work or cream with an accent on the e is pretty good <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're we're creme <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Whirlpool, the dance competition brought to you by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Instantly rent all of the step-up movies for just $3.99 each and support our podcast all at the same time. And now, your host, Unbelievable Celebrity. Are you ready for more dancing? Of course you are. This is the Whirlpool. I can't move my face. The next round's competition is wedding dancing. <gasps> First up, it's the friends from high school. Oh, dog, they're doing that stiff upper body step dancing. We can't compete with that. It's okay. We got this. No, no, no. Now they're doing ironic 90s dance moves. Ah, oh, the sprinkler. Crap. Combined with classic disco fingers, we're done for! Now the girls are taking off their shoes and dancing in a circle because there aren't enough guys! Oh, this crew is good. Let's hear it for the friends from high school! That's going to be tough to beat. But up next, it's older family members and dance! Uh Uh-oh, they're starting with the awkward mother-groom dance. Strong move. Wait, is... Is that... I think it is. Hippie Ant is swaying with her eyes closed, and she's being joined by unenthusiastic Drunkle. He's bringing his beer with him! 
they're serious. Wait, what's going on? Oh my god, it's the giant relief conga line! We can all participate without knowing what we're doing. This is great. Everybody wins. Everyone wins when you dance, or when you rent dance movies like Step Up instantly from readashweek.com slash Amazon. And you help your favorite podcast win, too. Dude, are you doing disco eye fingers? Yeah. The battle's over, dude. That's not cool. Not cool. All right, you guys, uh, really quick, uh, our last game, I want or our next game, I want to play Predict the Sequel. So, oh. obviously, there'll be a Step Up 6. The Streets. To the Streets. So, Step Up 6, The Streets. <laughs> step Up 6, The Streets, Bud the Chud. Or what if it was uh, Step Up the Streets, but then the S is a 6? Just doesn't make sense. Like, like what? Six oh, up the six streets. Like yeah, step both up the, the, six the streets. starting S and the last S are six. <laughs> <Yeah>, it's like <laughs> six. I don't know. But yeah, but the chud. Anyway, obviously it's going to be a sequel. So, uh, what do you guys want the sequel to be? And uh, so, obviously, one option is just a totally new cast of young nobodies, uh, and then the same movie. So that's an option. Or, uh, or, or what else would you like to see? Step up, babies. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's dancing a crew of babies. They all dance. have had kids, and they all have to teach them to dance together, and then they have to fight a crew of other babies. Yeah. Um, sure. Are the babies, like, are they, like, super young, like, voiceover type babies? Like, is this going to be... Oh, is their voiceover? Look who's talking. Yeah. Uh, I Do don't know, man. they have sassy personalities and yes. at one point wear <laughs> tiny sunglasses? definitely, yes. Spoiler okay. alert. That is exactly what it you It sounds want. like they're talking in their own language. <laughs> That's not baby talk. <laughs> yeah, it's either they all have babies or they, we, like, flash back to when they were babies. Oh. But more likely it's, like, step-up juniors. Like, that sequence where they all... There's, there's a right. moment where there's, like, a... Oh, like a kid dance class that's supposed to happen and they're all mm-hmm. rehearsing instead. Oh, those kids were pretty And good. then it just devolves into like the kids all dancing and you're like, oh, remember that Missy Elliott video? This was so good. I was I expecting like at that I point could... the kids were going to play a pivotal role in the video. Yeah, I was excited. I thought I thought so too. Yeah. So I feel like we could have a whole movie of just that. It was just like dancing kids with like a Z. <laughs> I'd like to see the sequel to this where they have a three-year contract in Las Vegas and realize that hanging out in Las Vegas is much less fun after a couple days. Yeah, when they're really not yeah. getting paid that much. And... Yeah, and you're living in Las Vegas every day and it's 102 at night. And, and then your lifelong performing partner gets mauled by a tiger. Wait, are we still talking about the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> that does happen to everybody. It's part of the union contract. That's part of the, that's part of the staying too long in Vegas package. Yeah, what I, happens in Vegas gets mauled by a tiger. I, I had the privilege at one point of interviewing a guy from Blue Man Group who worked yeah, in Vegas awesome. for many, many years. Uh, yeah, humble brag. And they, uh, one of the things he said was, it's just so sad, people who work in Vegas all the time. But the only really fun, the best part of it was that he bowled in a midnight only performers in casinos on the strip bowling league. So it was like him and a Cirque du Soleil team and a couple of oh, magician's cool. assistants and a bunch of stagehands. And they all had a midnight bowling league. And that seems like the best thing in Vegas. That sounds magical. I would like to see this have to happen on the bowling lanes later. Wait, step up? Yeah, like the sequel to this, they also have to do a choreographed bowling number. Yeah. Step up six, the floors are slick. (laughs) (laughs) Step up six, rental shoes. Yeah. (laughs) 
Or you could I'd do- like to see a similar movie, but called Step Up, but about um, carpenters who make stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's one carpenter crew yeah. fighting for a contract against another carpenter crew, and they have to make the best steps. I think it sort of writes itself, but it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty easy to map it on. Step Up yeah. 6. This one's not a step. <laughs> not a step. Not a step, yeah. <laughs> I would also like to see... So you know that there's that sequence of them having fun in Las Vegas that's basically them just, like, ruining the nights for employees of other companies? Yeah. Like, they just, like, they take the girl with the hat and the fake mustache who's trying to sell roses, and they just steal her hat, mustache, and rose, and then they... She liked it, though. <laughs> she totally yeah, smiles. she smiled. She's paid to like it. There's a dance scene in a nightclub where, he, where the guy just steals champagne off a tray, and the waitress just doesn't care at all, and so... Wow. Obviously, that twelve dollars for that champagne is coming out of her check. Uh, <laughs> but but Moose dancing in the bar was delightful that night. Well, slash cheating on his wife girlfriend. No, he got kissed. He did not kiss. I, mm, he could have pulled away a little faster. Yeah, he could have not loved it. He also could have not been like dancing so close to another lady. I don't know. I felt like he was emotionally cheating. I feel like dancers don't know when they're dancing too close to other yeah. bodies. They're just also used to touching each other's bodies all the time. Yeah, it's true. I, I actually thought it was funny that she was so angry that she left, and then when he's like, I'm sorry, she's like, yeah, no no biggie. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> it was really, like, she she just acquiesced. She, yeah, no, that, that, got, that got pasted over real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. I, I guess my so my point my, where I was going with that though was that they ruined the night for all these employees they just like screw up their jobs and I would like the next movie to be those employees realizing they want to be a dance crew mm. and they all have to get together and dance off the $12 champagne battle like the winner gets to not have to pay for the champagne oh I'm just wondering what other like unlikely dance genres are there that people could like go from doing that to, like, sort of, like, weird crumping, and it could be considered a journey. I mean, Step Up 6, Everybody Polka has still yet to be written. <laughs> yeah. St- yeah, I feel like that could be, or, like, Step Up Strictly Ballroom. Yeah. Like, I would I would go yeah. for something like that. I would love some line dancing. I would like it, yeah. it Step Up 6, like, The Line. Um, that's, that's a good title. Um, if, a, it, if Step Up could take sort of a center stage-like journey. It, it sounds to me that I haven't seen any of them again, but that the stakes get are seem to be getting a little higher. If it was started with art school and now it's like a show at Vegas, so why not take it like all the way to the White House or something like that, or like <laughs> step the inner standard president of the United step States, step up to the Oval Office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they have to like either battle the president who's actually evil. You have to do a dance or debate. The president is in the crew. Like one of them becomes the president. Yeah. And then it's his crew, and he has to go war against Putin. But Putin's like a super good dancer. Yeah, I, I yeah, I do love that great. that scene where Putin has a dance off with Crimea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, Putin has a hat that says cream. <laughs> yeah, I would love the the dance United Nations because then you'd get like because we're all meeting. friends secretly. Well, we're all secretly friends, but then you get all the cultural cultures of the different dancing. Like, one of my favorite parts in Step Up All In was all the different dance crews from all over getting about 30 seconds to a minute of screen time before promptly getting cut from the rest of the movie. But there was the Russian dance crew. There was the Vietnamese dance crew. They were all German dance crew. They were all really, really good. So the United Nations version is just a series of dancers from around the world but wearing big headsets to translate the instructions? Oh, Absolutely. Maybe the headset could become part of the choreography. Like, they could pretend it was really heavy, and then they're doing all lean dancing or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds way more delightful when you say it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Speaking of heavy heads, Step Up 6 Easter Island sounds pretty good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't. I'm not. Okay. Sure. Um, I So I'm a big fan of genre mixing, and yeah, I'm a big course. fan of franchises mixing. Yes. So I think yes. Alien versus Step Up. <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty good. Oh. Right? Guardians yeah, of the I'd Dance Floor? Like, because if anybody can take on a Xenomorph, <laughs> it's, it's Elementrix. It's that, it's that guy with the really skinny arms that he can bend in weird ways. Yeah, yeah. that was weird. Oh, totally. Yeah. Good point. That guy yeah, made me... That, watching him do his, his double-jointedness made me want to either vomit or cry, and I couldn't decide which. <laughs> I thought it was fun. <laughs> it I was look, fun. I look crazy when I cry, so... Oh, oh, can I actually... So this is not a sequel, but I, w- I would also like to see the European ending um, of this movie, which, you know, European endings are always sadder. Yeah. Sure. So this is what... There's, okay, so they're, they're, they've built to Vegas. They find out the competition is fixed, right? He sits down to dinner with this old Russian couple, and they're like... They tell this beautiful story about how they lost this European championship because she broke her foot. And... Or he broke her foot. It's the blame, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, he stepped on her foot and, and broke, and her, broke foot her foot. And broke her foot, right. The and then the Russian couple just looks at him and says, you know what you need to do. Yeah. And so I assumed the rest of the movie, the European ending, was he just goes and breaks that dude's foot on the other dance crew and then wins. <laughs> and then is consumed by guilt and we just follow him into his like crippling depression. Yeah. Oh, I would watch that movie, yeah. That's what I was assuming was going to happen. Just what a Russian guy says, you know what you need to do. I'm pretty sure it means break the foot of your enemy. That's the thing that I, you don't know. That's that every Le Carre movie ever. Is where a Russian guy says, "You know what you need to do," and somewhere, somehow, a foot breaks. Yeah, yeah. Just like that big uh, climactic dance battle where Putin broke the foot of the Crimea. Fucking Putin. I think we all remember it that way. I mean, yeah. if he weren't so good at pop and lock, and I'd be mad. Yeah, he's just so fun to watch. Let's do the second half of our compliment sandwich. Uh, We're going to go in reverse order, which means I'm up first. uh, Which is, uh, here's my compliment. Uh, Las Vegas, this made Las Vegas look super fun. Uh, So whatever time of year they were visiting where there's no crowds and it's not dirty, that's the time I would like to go and enjoy Las Vegas. Yeah. Because it's just like, they were just on the streets and there was nobody trying to push uh, prostitute guidebooks into their hands. And... uh, just everything looked clean and just spacious. There were no crowds. It was really lovely. I would like to go that time of year. Yeah, it did seem pretty you empty. I mean, Hollywood season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whenever they're filming a Step Up movie is the time to go. They're ch- they check into the hotel, and there's just like 15 available agents and no lines. Mm. Yeah. I have to say, it's almost been a year in the Brooklyn studio, and I'm still waiting for Hollywood season to hit New York. So oh, that would be fun. Just, just waiting. I, just waiting. It's got to be coming up soon, right? Any day now. <laughs> Just be able to walk through Times I Square. Assume it's, I assume it's late August. Yeah, yeah, we're able to stroll unencumbered through Times Square. Make out mm-hmm. and nobody cares. Yeah. You're not accosted by a dirty Elmo. Yeah. Oh. All the parks are just empty and beautiful. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, going backwards. Chris, what's your minor compliment? I have two mini minor compliments, nice. Alex. Mimos. Uh, the first one is that when they first get the acceptance to the vortex after they do their science dance, uh, they open the briefcase and it's a sh- and it shines gold at them, sort of like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> and I thought that was, was a that? fun reference. Yeah. <laughs> Why was it, it was sci-fi gr- for a minute? <laughs> it was great. And they really made no attempt to explain what was in that box. Not even no. just like Pulp Fiction. 
And then it was just a talking video again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. great. He he opens the he gets a, they get a package. They submitted a video like a YouTube clip, and then they get a package, and then they open it, and one of them goes, "Are we happy?" And he goes, "Yeah, we happy." And then they leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's just perfect. What's in there? Just glow. I assume they were plane tickets. Why were they on fire, Chris? How did that work? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my other mini minor compliment is that this show. Like has aged with me, which is pretty fun. The, so, our podcast, uh, you mean? When I first saw, um, you mean step, step up, up or our podcast? No, step up. Oh, okay. This I mean, this this podcast has not aged with Chris at all. No, <laughs> I haven't aged a day in the past five years. It's just the way you said this show. I was confused, but you meant I meant by the series of, the series. of identical movies. Because before, like when I first saw it, it was like oh, college and school and like all this stuff. And now it's about work life balance and nagging chronic injuries to your knees. How and have we not think... talked about the knee injury? <laughs> So Andy, oh, yeah, the girl, a has a point. knee injury, and she doesn't want to aggravate it, so she's dancing safe. And um, and she... soulless dance leader who no one empathizes with of the supposed good guys is like, no, just do the impossible trick that'll land on your bum knee in the middle of a show that we've never that's, practiced. That's why I thought he was a bad guy. <laughs> like, he was insisting on this. He, she's like, no, no, I how hard knees are to fix? I could blow out my knee, and he's just like, trust me. No, what? You're not an orthopedic surgeon? No. And, it, like, there are other girls in that group. Yes. Or, like, yeah, Moose yeah. is a tiny stick. Just do it with him. <laughs> Stop being so heteronormative, Explain Sean. the trick before Moose. she does it. Stop being so, so she heteronormative knows. and, like, focusing on the only, like, attractive girl in the... Well, sorry. Just sorry, she, every other girl in the, to- in the troop. Just because she's showing her midriff at all times. That's oh, all, God. I have a hate on her midriff. Oh, so much hate for her midriff. Also, the other girl, one of the other girls in the group was the shaved side head chick who seemed super cool and kept Mm -hmm. turning down the creepster. And then in the end, she's just like, I give in, you're creepy, but you win. He yeah. never did anything worthy of her affection. Not I have a lot huge of problem with crazy that. Crazy breakdance moves. He was really good at crazy breakdancing, but all the abs in the world don't make up for being a total creep. Super douchebag who smells terrible. I just don't know why she would make out with him, even in the moment. Yeah. No. I that guess I've never out. felt victory, so maybe that's different. And and let me be clear, I have no problem with the like the condition of Andy's abs. I have a problem with the the lowness of her pants. Mm. That just like for dance practice, it seems like you want pants that are gonna like stay on. And mm-hmm. she was always wearing them in such a precarious way that I was sure they were just gonna like come down, or that she was always gonna be hiking them. Yeah. It just made me very uncomfortable. Even when she wore a shirt that went all the way down to her pants, it was torn thirty times. Like, yeah. as if she had gone through a garbage compactor on the way there. Yeah. She, all of the clothing was horrifying. <laughs> I will say that. There was one dance where they all wore, like, they all looked like they'd been dragged from the river. I'm not sure what that costume <laughs> set was. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of really upsetting costumes that I just couldn't deal with. Like, the 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 Grim Knights, when they wore those, like, super long plaid shirts that had been, like, ombre dyed yeah. and, t- and buttoned at the top. <laughs> They were just all like terrifying belly shirts. I did like the steampunk far. mummies. I thought that was all right, but at the I end, I just was so frustrated that steampunk even crossed anyone's mind. I was like, "We're really still here." <laughs> I liked just the idea of having to dance with brass goggles. I just think that seems impressive. It just felt upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, that leaves uh, you. Just did that, so that leaves you. Ta- no shit. Where are we? Yep. Tanya. Tanya. Yeah, it's Tanya's turn. What is your minor comp? My time. What's your my comp? What's your Mimosa? Um, 
so guys, I mean, so we all know that I love me some Step Up franchise. <laughs> yep. I feel like I can only get more embarrassed, so I'm going to go there. <laughs> yeah. What are you um, going to tell us? Your other I favorite really, franchises? So, it doesn't really matter how terrible a movie has been. I always get a little giddy at the part of the end where the two leads, like, aren't kissing, but their faces are really close together. <laughs> Aww. You love that part what, what where they, they're just like soaking in the moment yeah. and, they're, and they're almost kissing in the breath. They're almost kissing. Is that it? Almost Tanya is like, flushed here in the studio it's apartment. So cute. <laughs> and this was a really good one because they like landed the big the big throw or whatever the fuck they were calling it. Yeah. Was it a jump? The knee what breaker. Was it? was it like a basically a cheerleader move? Yeah. yeah. I feel like every collegiate cheerleader pair could probably could do, do that this now. without like fighting about it for six days. Yeah. You know. Uh, also, why didn't he just say, by the way, this this move does not land on your knee, so you'll be okay? Because that would have also yeah, well, saved all that knee trouble. He had dropped it. her. But he, like, yeah, that's he, true all the time, right? Yeah. I mean, that's always a risk if you're if you're throwing someone into the air. Well, right. Um, Tanya, I agree with you that I felt like a little like twinge of emotion at that moment, too, right before. Because they did a good job of like holding off and not letting them like kiss until that very end. But I saw that more as like a malfunction with my humanity. That like... (laughs) That, like, oh, wait, 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 say more about that. What do you mean yeah. a malfunction with your I mean that, like, I'm programmed to, like, find that charming, even if I hated everything that came before it. Like, yeah, that's it's fair. just, like, it pushed my buttons and right, the, it's like a, it's like a hack. It's, I got hacked to feel I, emotion there. I totally, I totally know where you're coming from. I feel like that was just them, you know, just drunk off the keg of victory, because they clearly should not date. There is nothing. There's, no, it seemed bad. There yeah. was no reason in the world why these two people should end up together. Yeah, one of them just t- wants to win, and the other one has a busted knee. But then she just wants to win, and he just wants to do it for the dance, and then yeah. she wants to do it for the dance, and he just wants to win. And they've they never just- had a conversation except about how they're not compatible. Yeah, and they don't get along very well. Her sassy Asian friend is like, "You should get if you if you are upset at him, that means you like him, which is not how it works after fourth grade." Fourth grade even seems a little late. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, ladies? At, at some point, it's like, we get along, <laughs> that means you like him. That's what I think you should shoot for. Yeah, yeah, I did I did think it was interesting that they, they made the um, heretofore untried choice of having the leads having had, like, broken up with people before. Yeah, that everybody had has never, a history. This is the one where everybody's grown up. relationship history. Yeah. Well, except they've that they a, broke up with identical people to each other. So it was like... Yeah, yeah that, that's and also true. they kept saying that was a long time ago. As if they like, how long have you been single? Twenty four year old. I don't get. Yeah, I'm not I've impressed. Been single for like a year. Yeah, it's like oh, it's that was crazy. a long time ago. Like twelve months, you guys. That was in step up five. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sure, having casual dancer sex all the time, but like, I want a relationship. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all just blisters rubbing on blisters. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess my oh oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's not enough ice buckets in this entire hotel. <laughs> was that your minor comment? Oh yes, it was. It was the close I not guess kissing. So. It was just that my humanity failed. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> I'm glad you see it that way. <laughs> Stephen. So Stephen, uh, <laughs> your your humanity's broken, and uh-huh. your mouse has died from me playing with it too long. Uh-huh. All that's left is for your minor compliment. All right. Uh, basically, what I like about this, and I do mean this sincerely, even though it's very insulting, <laughs> is that like you you can, you can get by without trying 
very hard. Like, to make a movie, you mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, no, I, can you, nobody saw this movie, like, who was making it, was like, yes, that's it. Like, nobody was a perfectionist who worked on this movie. I mean, except for the dancing. They didn't care the, about any of this The dancing stuff. was good, but, like, the, nobody gave a shit about the plot or the acting that much, and that's fine, that's great, but, like... You know, I I just feel like I surround myself all day with people who are like, we ha- this has to be the best, I don't care, like, this needs to be perfect. It's nice that there's people in the world who don't need everything to be perfect. <laughs> I said and earlier, they create something and it, delightful. it seemed to... Yeah, affect- and it's it's delightful in its own way, it's fine. Like, I, 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 I do sort of mean it as a compliment. I definitely... I No, I think that's the same thing. I totally know what you're saying. I sincerely sort of mean that. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I am aware of how insulting that is. It's like... No, I, I but like they could have like they could have paid like a, a, an aspiring screenwriter two thousand dollars to polish up the script before they did it, but they're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> that's not why people watch it. That's fine. <laughs> that's you, that's pretty true. It's so true. I I think you're exactly right. I think that it's it's not that they didn't care. It's that it's like wor- their work life balance. It was like dance script balance all dance. <laughs> right. They know what they're going after. Yeah, sometimes things are in balance when it's all of one and none of the other. That's a calculated choice, and it was entertaining. And I definitely, because of my broken humanity brain, (laughs) (laughs) felt something. You felt good. Yeah, that feels like a strange last word. So I. (laughs) Well, what I hear from Steven is really that you can't be human and not enjoy at least something in this movie. There you go. That's a very nice way to put it. I think there's the silver lining strikes again. <laughs> yes. Good job. <laughs> All right. Thank you for thank you for being my spokesperson on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, no, not the new one. We're going to protest that one, and instead, we're going to watch the original Rubber Suit Turtles from 1990. It's going to be delightful. we got a cool new guest. Join us for that next week. In the meantime, you can sign up for our mailing list, redistrict.com. You can choose something of your choice for our upcoming sponsorships. Now is the time to start thinking about that. It's going to happen soon. Start pondering. We've had some a lot of suggestions come in, a lot of people with some really good ideas coming up. So get on it. Start thinking about it. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook.com slash Read and Weep and Twitter at Read underscore Weep. I'm Alex underscore Falcone. Thanks for being here at C. Walter Smith. Hey, sure, buddy. And at the Tanya Best. Boogaloo. I hope you guys are super happy. We're very happy. What do you mean? What? You were so happy at the beginning, and it seems like uh, Stephen and I have taken away something. And I have always thought that our show was about taking bad things and adding joy to them. And today I feel like I took joy away from people, and that I'm a drain on the universe. Well, I don't know. Maybe check your hat. Maybe it says cream. <laughs> that is it's bringing cremate. joy to other people. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced creme. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so I'm on the bad guy dance crew? I just like thick check milk. Check your hat. I mean we all love thick milk She's an artist (laughs) Beautiful song And thanks for being here at Carter Street 42 Uh, Thanks for having me It's been a pleasure I I, I enjoy every minute of these Oh good Even the tech problems Even the tech problems Especially the tech problems (laughs) Sweet relief What can I say I just love troubleshooting (laughs) I love love checking things out It feels good (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that character was. 
and I thought that character <laughs> Who's that guy? I don't know. Don't let him on the podcast. <laughs> Mama likes. <laughs> yeah, just really like the dudes. <laughs> Thick milk has met him match. <laughs> oh, uh, new favorite spinoff character is definitely the musical artist Thick Milk. <laughs> <laughs> she could be our today brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> our running gag music, fake music genre artist. Anyway, uh, so just stick around for more. We'll be back next week. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Goodbye. Check your hat.